Welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We turn entrepreneurs into media celebrities, grow their authority, and help them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. All right, Joel Cahill, you are the co-founder and CEO of Infima Cybersecurity, which is based here in Orlando, which is <laughs> where I happen to be. Now, I, I really want you to explain what Infima is because I think the concept is so super smart and I'm really excited for you guys because I think you're positioned in such a great way for uh, what is just a part of our lives now. Uh, and, and I, I mean, if I'm looking at my crystal ball, I think it's going to be a bigger and bigger and bigger part of our lives, a daily part of our lives. And, uh, that has to do with cybersecurity, but you guys have a really interesting approach or an interesting solution to helping mitigate what, like 90% of the problem. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. The, uh, there's a big problem out there. You're absolutely right. And we don't, we don't see, you know, you don't wake up at this point. Unfortunately, you don't wake up without any new headlines of more attacks. And so you're right. Our solution is focused on the human elements in cybersecurity, which do make up over 90% of these attacks. Um, you know, mm. it is more than nine out of every 10 attacks only happens because and after uh, an employee has clicked on a bad link, put their credentials into a malicious site, and that gives the attackers a foot in the door to that uh, to leverage that attack and uh, so uh, I, and i i think that that's people may not be aware of just how huge of a percentage the human element is um is it just much easier for hackers to do it that way you know a lot of it is that uh, there's been a lot of there's been a lot of money spent on uh, technical solutions and so most organizations have great technical solutions, whether it's, you know, uh, antivirus, spam filtering, firewalls. So you can't just brute force your way in as much as it kind of the movies portray the guy in a dark room. Right. Yeah. Way, it doesn't happen. But uh, the one thing throughout history that has always been, you know, hackable uh, has been humans. Um, mm. That's where social engineering is the new term for what we always would call a con man. And there have been a whole lot of those throughout history uh, and they just take different shapes based on, on social norms. But we, as humans, we, we want to believe things. We actually have, yeah. have to believe things. Otherwise we can't actually create community and the internet, unfortunately, because of its anonymity, it gives rise to these issues where somebody can parade around as someone else. So, Joel, I think a lot of us say, well, that only happens to other naive people. That never happens to us. <laughs> but can you kind of share uh, some examples of just how crafty uh, some of these uh, hackers are? Yeah. You know, we, um, with one of the nonprofits we, we do work with, um, we had that kind of same conversation. And so, uh, you know, where uh, the friend who runs it said, hey, look, I, uh, we're pretty sharp. We have a really sharp organization and they do. Um, <laughs> they're an awesome organization. 
I said, okay, cool. You know, um, if it's, if it's not for you, it's not for you. Um, and, uh, so the next day we just crafted a quick little email where we went on to his LinkedIn, where you could find out who his assistant was. We go onto their website and we find out who, uh, what the latest project is they're doing. So we crafted an email that looked like it came from his assistant and said, Hey, Dave, look at this latest project going on over here. And, uh, here's a New York times article, you know, uh, just a little link to, uh, what looked like a New York times article. And it was within 30 seconds that he had clicked. Um, because it's very believable, right? If your assistant sends you something that's relevant to the topic that you're converting, you're, you're normally discussing. And so that's, that's very often what, what some of the attacks are, but, but really even more broadly, it's somebody just sending out a ton of different, say, LinkedIn invites that yeah. um, look like a, a, somebody you might have met at a, at a trade show or, um, you know, a, a PayPal uh, notification. Hey, you've just gotten 20 bucks. Go click here so that you can, you know, you can retrieve it in your account. And you know, well, that, okay, I got maybe somebody sent me money. I don't, I don't really know. Or you're like, no, that's wrong. I'm going to click on this email and let them know that that's wrong. Well, all, it, no matter what, the attacker has, has now gotten your information. Um, whether they've loaded something malicious on your computer or you've logged in to a fake website and given them your username and password. It's way easier than you would ever think, sadly. Yeah, I, I mean, really, anybody that gives a link and uh, in a message, in an email, uh, you know, it, it could, uh, if they're sending you an HTML email, it may look like they may spell out the link, but if you don't actually see the actual link yeah. you're clicking on, and if they use a shortcut link, which is really common, like, you know, if they're using bit.ly or whatever, Absolutely. all bets are off. Yep. They could send you anywhere. Correct. And, um, so are there any best practices in terms of like, I mean, generally, like if you were to say, listen, at the very least, never do this, 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 and this, and always do this. Like, what would you say are like your, maybe like your three to five biggest uh, pieces of advice for uh, anybody to keep themselves safe? Yeah, the the perfect question for for what we do. You know, we focus initially on on education. We want somebody to understand that for starters, the internet's a dangerous place. And um, unfortunately, that's that's just a reality that we have to accept. Next is what does that... What does that mean for me? Um, and if the internet's a dangerous place and I am at risk, um, and I'm at risk at home and at the office, uh, mm-hmm. what, what do I now need to do? Well, when it comes to uh, the bulk of, of phishing emails, uh, these malicious emails are actually coming through what appear to be social media invites, a LinkedIn mm-hmm. like, a, no, a LinkedIn notification, a, a Facebook friend request. Um, you know, a Venmo uh, payment, something that has to do with people in your network. Well, there's never actually a reason to click on those emails. We focus then on what's the, the safe behavior. You know, w- when you're teaching your son, your kid how to uh, cross the road at an early age, you don't teach them stopping distances between 98 Civics and, and Teslas. You actually say, look both ways, only cross the road once it's clearly safe. But what we're doing yeah. in a digital sense is we're walking down the dark alleyways when there is a lit path around the corner. That lit path could be delete that email, go to linkedin.com. Then the next is, so you, you, you have productivity emails. They're really, really important when you need to communicate with somebody via a Dropbox, let's say. But you need to think, 
did did I just have that conversation, Josh? You and I were talking, and then you sent me a link, a, a, a Dropbox email that says, "Hey, you know, this is these are the files that we had just discussed." Great. That's a very high probability that that is right. In fact, there's such a low probability that that is a malicious email that I'm comfortable saying yeah. I'm going to click on that. Now, if I get an email from you that is, uh, you know, three weeks out, four weeks out, month out, that is that's not relevant to our, our particular discussion. And there was at no point where you had said, I'm sending you a Dropbox email. Yeah. That could be odd because somebody might see, oh, well, Josh and Joel just connected on LinkedIn. I'm going to fire this off to Joel and see if that works. So what we focus on is those safe behaviors. And so the first point is, hey, delete it. If you don't need to open it, if you don't have to click on it, just delete it. And then the next is, if there is something that is really relevant to your productivity, go back and contextualize. Is that, is that something that Josh was supposed to send me? Yeah, absolutely. And if not, I'm, I'm going to fire off an email and be like, hey, man, this doesn't, I'm not sure that this came from you. Um, and that's, that's critically important. And then I'd say um, along those lines, uh, one of the other really, really bad things that have been happening are uh, fraudulent wire transfers and sort of to a less extent, it's been popular, but it's not as much money that's been lost, but uh a lot of these uh, Apple gift cards that people will get requested. The boss sends an email yeah. and says, hey, send $5,000. Well, usually that's not putting a business out, um, but these, these fraudulent wire transfers are. And so the next thing is, okay, so it's not a LinkedIn, it's not a social media invite that you don't have to click on. It's not a productivity measure that you need to actually have access to if it's Dropbox. Well, now what do I do if it's somebody giving me information that's critical for, for the next step that I need to take, wire transfer? Well, then, then that last piece is you actually have to physically verify. We cannot stay in the digital world. The digital world provides anonymity. The physical world doesn't. And so you need to bridge, to, to bridge that, which means if um, you're a mortgage company and um, somebody says, okay, you're going to wire this money to this account, um, you, no matter what, you pick up the phone and you call a previously known number, not something that was in that email. Yeah. I can say, Josh, you're buying that house. Send the wire here. If you need to verify, call me at this number. Well, now I've just, I've protected my, my closed system of, uh, as the enemy. And those are really some of the most critical pieces. It's just a change in behavior. It doesn't have to, you don't have to become a cyber sleuth to really dramatically improve your safety. Man, great. Um, so in terms of Infema then, so you have a solution where essentially you're, you you're just trying to punch holes in the user behavior for that organization. Um, so you're basically essentially testing people, kind of quizzing them in, in, you know, in a real world environment on a regular basis. So they're getting uh, what friend invites, they're getting links, they're getting suspicious, uh, you know, they're getting emails uh, to everybody within their organization. And then uh, what happens is if they, choose, like if they make a bad decision, well, now you've got evidence. It says, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> looks like we need to do some more education. Is that essentially it? Yeah, you're hitting it. You know, uh, when you say, what, what are we sending them? We're, we're actually sending them the best of what's happening in the wild. So wow, we're able to find out what these attackers are doing rather than just kind of conjuring up what's the next thing that uh, a normal right. attacker yeah. does. Now you can crowdsource that. (laughs) So why don't we find out what are the best, what's the best uh, that's out there? What what are they actually sending? It'd just be the same thing as a coach 
preparing his team to go out for battle, you know, to go, to go play. And they're like, Hey, he's like, I just, I dreamt up this play. I think they might play it today. And then, you know, that's when somebody pipes up and is like, coach, the last 10 games, they've played the exact same sequence of plays. Let's watch their game tape. And so these attackers are going to continue using the exact same attack until it doesn't work anymore. So let's, let's focus on what is what's working. And so that's what we're, we're sending in. Now, when somebody does click, you know, we are not naming and shaming. Look what you did, Josh. You can't believe you, you know, you're so dumb because there is actually in the data, there is no correlation between uh, rank within a company, salary, gender, age, and, uh, and intellect. There is no correlation between whether or not you will click. It's much more wow. atmospheric, contextual, and behavioral. And so you're really busy one day, you may click on an email. You're not busy one day, you might not click on an email. But same thing, uh, we've had people who will go off for, for Memorial Day and they're sitting on a beach and they're just relaxed and they're no longer in, inside the office environment, just knocking out emails. And they're like, ah, you know, and we get the email like, you got me on this one, guys. So, <laughs> um, you know, so, so, so the focus is actually hitting you in various different places, you know, different, different uh, emotional states, different atmospheres, and, and to allow you as the user to find out where your vulnerabilities are and then allow that, that manager to say, hey, look, you got a bunch of vulnerabilities over here. These five people, they are not taking, they're not engaging with the training and they're clicking on phishing emails. These are your people you want to focus on right now. And uh, again, we don't, we're not advocating like you need to just go name them and shame them. But, but, you know, in truth, there are some organizations, government and private we have who've been saying if they click on three to five, depending on the organization, um, that's a fireable offense. Um, yeah. And the yeah. Reason Cause is, it only takes one, it one. really only takes one security, you know, one bad click and it can do some serious damage. Uh, you know, all of a sudden now someone's computer's compromised. They have access to secure files. Those secure files, if in the, you know, those get in the wrong hands, yeah. that can spell a lot of trouble for an organization. Yeah. Um, Joel, one thing I wanted to talk about was, uh, you, so your company itself. So what, what stage are you as a business? Uh, and, um, you know, what, what has the growth been uh, to, to date? Yeah. So uh, we've been around for two years. Uh, you know, as with every startup that I've heard of, uh, you know, we've got, uh, you know, we, we had some pivots early on as we were learning where the market was for, for our product. We really love focusing on the human elements in cybersecurity. So, um, you know, we're, our growth rate is in the, you know, triple digit percentage at this point, um, year over year. Um, and we, we are actively expanding now, adding talent to the team. And, you know, uh, fortunately we've been, we've, we've really had a, a great opportunities to expand our geographic footprint outside of the central Florida area where we're based. It was a great start and we continue to, to serve our, our companies and uh, government organizations here. But now we've even, you know, we've really hit, you know, all corners of the country at this point. And um, so the exciting part now is getting to bring on the team to, to really help us support and expand that. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, so like currently, like, what do you do for a client? Like, how do you get new customers? How do people find out about you? And how do you begin yeah. those, uh, those sales conversations? So this is uh, definitely not uh, my or my co-founder's core expertise. We're both very analytical. <laughs> so we've been learning, you know, and, and marketing is not the way that we're wired. So we, we're consistently having to learn how to do it. Uh, in truth, um, almost exclusively things have been coming from uh, LinkedIn. 
Um, and then to a lesser extent, uh, some of the speaking engagements that we've, that we've had, uh, which I bet uh, those, those can be great to be dialed up. Well, that's amazing. So, uh, listen, I mean, I could, <laughs> I, I would imagine, can you tell me a little bit about the market for this? I mean, is there, I mean, there are other solution providers out there. Um, how does, uh, in FEMA, um, how are you guys, um, unique? What's your USP compared to other providers? Yeah. You know, we've, we've had to, to spend a lot of time making sure that we're intellectually honest with ourselves, that we do really have that. Uh, and, and what's become extremely clear from client feedback uh, is that we've created a technology that's extraordinarily easy to use, that is not um, painful for setup. Mm-hmm. And then the next is that it actually is intuitive where somebody is learning. Uh, and a lot of that comes from uh, the research that we do with uh, University of Florida. We've got a, a combined effort with the psychology department and the cybersecurity department where uh, everything that we're doing from the way the word, the emails are crafted all the way to uh, the ways in which we do training and the reminders and, and everything throughout has been taken with a very deliberate focus on what are the behavioral elements that we can exploit to teach people to improve their security. And we, as humans, we learn in funny ways. And, uh, you know, we've, we usually need to be encouraged rather than uh, yelled at in, in ways in which we learn. And so, um, you know, there are a lot of great providers out there. Um, you know, what we love is that we actually have this measurable behavioral influence on, on the change to, to, to improve security. Well, Joe Cahill, you are the co-founder and CEO of Infema Cybersecurity. You guys are on the web at infemasec.com. That's I-N-F-I-M-A-S-E-C.com. Uh, solving securities people problem is, is, is what you do. And so uh, thank you so much for joining us. Josh, thank you. Appreciate your time. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence each month. We scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. My name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm -hmm.